0: Welcome to the diagram. It's your friendly neighborhood relationship coach, Jason. Hope everybody's doing well. Today we are talking about building community. What is a community? A community could be a relationship. A community could be a romantic relationship. It could be um, if you're starting a nonprofit organization, a company. Anything of that sort is considered to be a community. If you're getting married, believe it or not, you're building a community. When your kids become aware enough to speak and make decisions, you're building a community with them, hopefully. So I wanted to give you some tips on building a community that is healthy and thriving and to give you a few things that you can use to create that. Building any community to last from scratch will require at least the things that I'm going to talk to you about today, and um, I just want to give you some quick tips. One, you need a shared future vision and ability to enjoy and endure the journey of working towards that vision. So that doesn't mean that you need one visionary who's going to create this vision for the company. for the relationship especially often you start with this but once you add in people it's typically called a partnership in business anyways for a reason and the same kind of idea with marriage you before you start dating probably had all of these great visions for what your life was going to be like things that were important to you things you wanted to achieve once you become two people If you want it to be healthy and not a power struggle, you need to make space for both people's desires and goals. And you need to keep in mind that while you're working towards these goals, it needs to be enjoyable. There needs to be some fun. It can't just be grinding and sacrifice to reach this lofty goal that is somewhere out in the ether. The second thing you need is consistency to the point of being reliable or dependable. What does that mean? It means at its lowest, most basic version that when you say you're going to do something, you need to do it. You need to consistently do the tasks that are required of you for that community to thrive because the other people in the community believe you're going to do it. When you won't do the tasks in a given community that are your responsibility, you basically leave the other people in the community to do them or to live without them. So you need to be reliable and dependable and you need to be consistent in order for the community to grow. The third thing is vulnerability. Vulnerability to a lot of people it's a bad word. I don't mean vulnerability is as in making yourself be in a place where you um, are helpless or have no worth. I mean, vulnerability, which I would define as the ability to be honest and open about your needs, fears, and the things that are impacting you, your community, your partner, your business relationships, your children don't know what you need if you haven't communicated it with them. Frustration often comes from person A believing person B should know what they need. People's needs change over time and how those needs are met change over time, which means it is your job to be able to come to the people that you are creating a community with and trust them enough to be honest with them about the things that you need. The fourth thing that you need is curiosity. Stated differently, curiosity is the desire to understand yourself and the people you are in community with. So I've talked about curiosity before and leading with curiosity. That's something that I think is is a big need in our relationships nowadays. We, We unfortunately sometimes take things for granted and feel like we know what we're talking about, or we know what our partners need, or we know what our kids need. Parents um, of the, I'm a professional mentor also, the kids that I work with, often the parents think their kid wants something and the kid has zero interest in it. So being curious about the people around you is very important. And asking, checking in, seeing if they still want the thing that they wanted when you started the community. And that doesn't have to be years. This could be weeks or months. Sometimes when you get your toe wet, you realize that you don't want to swim in that water. So just because it's something that you said that you um, wanted to do before doesn't mean it's something that you still want to do. When I say curiosity about yourself, In the same way that you need to check in with your people about what they want, you also need to check in with yourself and see where you are. Are you on a path that you want to be on? Are you okay with the tasks that you have to do as a member of the community, or are they really breaking down your resilience? If a task is breaking down your resilience, you again back up to the vulnerability, you need to be able to. Come back to your team, to your people, and say, hey, um, I know I said I was able to do this thing, but I'm realizing this is not working and we need to change something. The last thing that we need is gratitude. How would I define gratitude? Awareness of and appreciation of the things that others in the community do to make the community better or even possible. You're going to hear me talk sometimes about, um, or you probably heard in the media, the idea of invisible labor, where you can't have gratitude for something if it's something that you don't see at all. So when you're in a community, often we consume things. I'll use dinner as an example in a family setting. Um, And I can do a business example after also. That when you're in a family setting... The person who makes the dinner, who prepared the meal, completed a task, but they may not have been the person who made the meal plan for the week or who bought the groceries so that the meal plan could be created. So even if you cook that one day, there was a bunch of other tasks that took place so that you could cook. Somebody else might have the responsibility of paying the electric or the gas bill, which means that needs to happen in order for the stove to work so that you can cook that meal. There needs to be a house where you have a kitchen where that happens. People have literally benefited from generations of people doing their tasks so that you could stand there and cook this meal. And if you think further out and think about the community as being your country, the food that you're cooking was prepared at some point, someone had to grow that food or water that food. You get my point. There's all kinds of things that happen before we get to the point where we can do our task. In a community, you need to have gratitude for the things that you are not responsible for. And sometimes you don't even understand because without those things, you can't have a community. So that's it. Those are the five things. Um, There are more things you can do in between, and I help people implement these things in their families or with the mentees that I work with. Um, You need to have one, a shared future vision with current fund to enjoy the steps towards that future vision. Two, consistency to the point of being reliable or dependable. Three, vulnerability, which as I said before, is the ability to come to the people you're in community with and let them know what's actually going on with you and what your needs are. Curiosity about yourself and the people that you're in community with. And five, last but not least, gratitude, which can't happen without you being aware of what the other people in the community do. I hope you have a good week. I hope this helps out.